0: relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back onto the line Ryan Cote. He is the director of digital services and partner at Ballantine, which is a third generation family owned direct mail and digital marketing company based out of Fairfield, New Jersey. You can find more about him at his website, ballantine.com. And if you missed yesterday's episode, go back and get yourself caught up. We had a great conversation. We talked about you know, being in a family owned business, you know, what it's, what it was like to transition from a direct mail company primarily to the digital age and all of that fun stuff. So we had a great conversation and we're going to pick it up today. Ryan, welcome back, man.
1: Hey, Mara. Good to see you again.
0: Yeah. Let's, so I, at the end of the last episode, you mentioned that you had a thought that escaped you and I believe that thought came back and so we can kind of touch on here because it fits perfectly into what we we're going to talk about today anyway, which is the fact that you are a personal development junkie. Your words, not mine. You told me that in our conversation and I love it. And uh, you know, you talked about, you know, how you kind of structure your day or how you part- or force yourself these days to participate in unwork related activities that actually make you more productive when you are at work. Maybe you can talk about that for a minute.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember what I forgot. So I'll, I'll say it now before I forget it again. You had asked, you know, if, if, am I, do I like being busy? And I said, yeah, I I tend to lean to, you know, like to be productive and always busy, busy, busy. But I've, I've kind of, I, I know that like relaxation and taking a step back from work, it's very important. It's going to make you better at work. It's going to make you happier. And so I've, I realized that. And so what I've done is I've, I've kind of added parts of my, I've added things to my day that kind of forced me to To be to have that downtime or you know away from the computer and all that stuff. So what I do is I've got my morning routine. Like I said, I'm a personal development junkie. You know, I love it. It's like the it's like the goal that's always there. You you can always improve on yourself, and I just I I really enjoy it. And so my morning routine, I'm like a huge fan of that. I'm actually trying to convince more and more people to do morning routines because I noticed like you know on that first episode I talked about in 2017 when kind of the sky was falling here. Yes, we adjusted to who the better clients are and what we're best at. But I also took a step back and worked on myself. I started a morning routine. I did some other stuff. Um, and because I figured like I need to invest in myself as well. So the morning routine, I feel like is a huge game changer. And I, I, I want to try to convince as many people as possible to do it. So what does that look like? Well, the whole concept of morning routines is investing in yourself, starting off on the day on your terms by investing in yourself. And so for me, and this is different for everyone. It started with off with me reading the Miracle Morning, and then from there, I kind of adapted it to my own goals and, and interests. But it pretty much follows what, what he Hal Elrod has recommended. So basically, it's it's exercise, um, it's you know gratitude practice. I read, I journal, um, I meditate, um, and th- those are like the parts of everything. So you're working on your mindset, you're working on your health and you know just all different aspects of it and so i find it really starts my day off on a very good note so it's uh, meditation gratitude practice journaling exercise reading so you're learning new things too so game changer It takes about an hour yeah i was gonna
0: say how so you spend about an hour doing that so do you now get up an hour earlier than you did before so that you can make sure you get this in and is it something you do seven days a week do you do it five days a week what's that look like
1: yeah, so I do get up a little bit earlier to to make time for it. Um, you know, it's uh, I, I have three kids, so I try to wake up before my wife, my three kids do, because once they get up, it's you know I have a little bit less uh, quiet time. So uh, I do get up a little bit earlier, um, and I do try to do it seven days a week. I, as we're recording this, I'm on like a two month streak where I haven't missed a day. So for the last two months straight, I've done the morning routine. So I try to, I try to nail it. Like, you know, obviously like you don't have to have perfection. You're going to have days where you just, you just can't get up for whatever reason or things are chaotic or whatever you're on vacation or what have you. So, but I try to be good. Like I try to nail it like 90% of the time. And so far I've, I've, uh, been on a two month streaks. So now I don't want of course, now I don't want to break the streak, you know, cause like the, the meditation app I use. Oh, and the other part of my morning, morning routine is brain training too. I use this app called elevate. I love it. It's, it challenges you and, um, what have you, but they, they both show you what kind of streak you're on. So of course you don't want to break it now. You know, uh, what, what are some of the specific things you've seen happen
0: since you started being intentional about your morning routine?
1: I feel better about myself. I feel better about myself. I know it's the right thing to do. So I definitely, my confidence, my confidence has gone up and honestly, and I don't really have anything like to back this up, but I find that I just get luckier in work like deals that I normally wouldn't get or opportunities and I it's and I know it sounds crazy but like once I started doing my morning routine like there was a period of time where I stopped doing it like in late 2018 and then I found that like things weren't going as well I started back up and all of a sudden things so I don't know if it's like I feel better about myself so I'm 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 you know showing up differently and so as a, as a result I'm you know I'm more successful in things that I'm trying to achieve I think that's probably it it's not like this you know weird thing that's happening i think it's just i'm changing and so as a result of things that i'm you know that i'm working on i'm just better at
0: so when you wake you wake up in the morning what time do you typically get up
1: uh 6 30 not, not, okay. not nothing crazy i know there's like some people that preach getting up like 334 but i tried that and then i'm like i'm literally dead for the rest of the day like, i just feel like dead inside so 6 30.
0: I've had I've had the same thing. I get up around the same time, around six forty-five. I get up. I've had the same thing where I've tried it. I've I set you know I started at five a.m. because they say five o'clock club. So I did like ninety days of five a.m. didn't like it. Did ninety days of six a.m. didn't like it. Did ninety days of seven a.m. didn't really like it. But I figured, but I found that you know if I restructure my day, I can perform well at that time. What I found was when I get up at five, I would do all my daily stuff and I would crash around one yeah and then i'm done for the day and it's like that doesn't work for me you know i came from the chef background where i was working long, late nights and starting my my work day at noon so i would start my work day at 11 or 12 then i would work until 1 or 2 in the morning and go to sleep and get up and do it all over again so i'm more much more of a night person i get way more done at night than i do in the morning anyway but i do like to do prayer and meditation first thing in the morning i uh you know, I like to. One of the things that I actually started doing over the last few weeks, which has been fantastic for me, and I'm not saying everyone has to do this, but it's something that's worked really well for me, is I started uh, starting my day with uh, daily mass because I'm a Catholic. Okay. So I go to church every morning, like is the early mass that I can get to, and it's like it forces that one hour of prayer, gives you mm. some meditation, and after I feel like I accomplish something, going to that, and I feel more connected to to God, and then I start my day and I feel great.
1: Yeah, that's it's exactly what I'm achieving with you know with what right. I do in my morning so it's it's yeah it's and that's why I said you have to find what works best for you it's everyone's different and so you have to find you know what you could do in the morning that's gonna set the tone because like you said you go to mass and then you've achieved you, you've accomplished something that makes you feel good the rest of the that, that feeling carries over into the rest of the day um, so yeah. it's uh yeah it's not a well, game changer
0: exactly all that to say it's good to have something first thing in the morning that you have control over, that you can get done, that makes you feel good. And then the rest of the day, it's like, it just flows from that. You know, you can control what time you get up. It may not be easy all the time, but you can control that. You can 100% control what activities you participate in when you get up and spend that hour intentionally uh, doing whatever it is you do. And make it, I always say, make it something easy, right? Make it something that you don't have to work super hard to get done. So meditation, prayer, journaling, going to worship, whatever it may be, those are all things that you don't have to extend a ton of effort to accomplish. Like if you start every morning right away with a sales meeting or a prospecting meeting, that's kind of tough. And then you start to judge you know your your success based on whether you close the deal or not or things like that it's better to do something you know you have control over that you get done and it just feels so good the other thing i like to do and i know people harp on this all the time but i found that it made a huge difference for me and i'd love to hear your take on this is i love to make my bed Uh, first thing in the morning making sure the bed's made that makes a difference
1: you know it i've i've tried that i've heard about that too i don't i don't do it i've done it a little bit that's like the one thing i you know um most of them, my wife's in the bed, so I like, could be weird to like, be hard to make it with her in bed, but <laughs> but yeah, that's I've heard of that. It, cause it goes back to accomplishing something. If you think about it, a lot of people, you know, they'll hit the snooze three or four times. So not only are you just destroying your sleep patterns, um, but you're also kind of setting the tone for the day, like, oh, I don't want to get up. This is the worst. And it's yeah. that mindset if you think about it logically, you've got two, you got two options. You can hit the snooze three or four times, mess up your sleep, and just tell your, and just show yourself that you don't want to face a day. Or you can get up a little bit earlier, even if it's 30 minutes. doesn't need to be an hour. Get up a little bit earlier and then work on things like meditation or prayer, journaling, gratitude practice, whatever the case is, whatever the recipe is that you create. Those two options, I mean, it's logical that the second one is going to impact your day.
0: The other thing I think, too, is when you hit that snooze button like you just mentioned, when you set that alarm the night before, you're essentially making a commitment to yourself, saying, I'm going to get up at this time. You intend to get up at that time or you wouldn't have set that alarm. So when you hit snooze, you've already started the day by breaking a commitment to yourself. And you may not say that to yourself intentionally, but subconsciously, that takes its toll. You start your day. By breaking a commitment to yourself. And so what I like to do is I set my alarm for 645 and I also set another alarm for seven. But mm. I know that in between six forty-five and seven, I have 15 minutes of prayer and meditation that I do in my bed before I get up. So I'm awake at 645, but then I get out of bed at seven.
1: You know what? It's funny, funny you say that because I sometimes will do the same thing in, in in terms of my routine is like the the brain training app I use, it's on my phone. And so sometimes when I wake up at 6:30, I'll still lay in bed. So it's not like I'm springing up out of the bed, and be like, "Here we go!" You know. Sometimes I'll just lay in bed for a little bit, and I'll, I'll, um, I'll read on the Kindle. I'll do the Elevate app. So I'm still doing my morning routine, but it's more casual, laying in bed, um, you know. And and as you do more, like this morning, the alarm was going off at 6:30, and I had the, ten- I started thinking about hitting the snooze, and like I, I turned the alarm off, but I didn't get out of bed right away. Still so my eyes shut, and all of a sudden, voice in my head's like, "Get up." get up you know it's like after a while you start to your your mind starts to just command you what to do tell you what to do yeah
0: i had that the other day too where i was for whatever reason i was just the alarm went off and it was time to get up and i my alarm usually doesn't go up i go off i usually get up about five or ten minutes before my alarm and i look at the clock and i'm like okay it's time to slowly start to work with then i usually turn my first alarm off and then let my second alarm tell me to get out of bed but um I woke up and it was around that time. It was like 6.40. And I was like, man, I'm just so tired this morning. I'm like, you know, I could sleep until like 7.30, 8 o'clock this morning and no one would know. It wouldn't (laughs) be a big deal. It would be fine. And so I laid there for a minute and I'm like, what do you, what do you say? And it just felt so, it felt bad. It made me feel like bad inside. And I'm like, I can't do that. I have to just get up. I have to just do it. So I did. And it was hard. But then like an hour later, I felt great because I felt like... I, you know, that temptation was there, but I didn't fall into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you accomplish something right in the start of your day as opposed to making yourself feel bad. You know, it's, uh, yeah. it's important. I would say if anyone's thinking about trying a morning routine, but you think it sounds crazy, I would just say, just try for 30 days. What do you have to lose? You know, and if you, if an hour seems like too much, just do 30 minutes, do 20 minutes, whatever the case is, just try for 30 days and you can decide. You can't, you know, you can't, you can't decide on something until you actually try it. So you might as, yeah. as well try it.
0: Well, the other thing, too, is it's like it's nice for me anyway, and I'd love to hear your take on this, to know what I'm going to do when I get up, because that moment, like when you step out of bed, there's still a little bit of that. You're getting adjusted to the day. You're starting to move around. You know, the blood's starting to flow a little bit. It's nice for me to not have to think in that first like 30 minutes of the day to just know I'm going to go do something, but also to be able to accomplish something and set the tone for the day while not having to think super hard.
1: Yeah, I agree with that because you got it's like decision fatigue. It's it's why uh, like Steve Jobs used to wear the same clothes every day because it was like one less decision he had to make. And I think that starts with your morning too. It is nice to get up kind of knowing what you're. And now my family at this point knows what I'm doing. Like if the doors closed in one of the bedrooms, that's like my minute. That's like my morning routine room. They know, you know, they know not to come in because um, Dad's doing his morning routine. Crazy guy. And hopefully they'll start to do one eventually too. That's good. Lead by
0: example. Do you do? Do you have a routine before you go to bed?
1: I've tried that and I, I you know so the other part of the forced periods of relaxation or downtime that I've tried to inject in my day is um, cooking um, with usually with my wife but even if even if with not without her I put my earbuds in and listen to podcasts and I still love it um, I've tried a morning like an evening routine I just haven't for some reason it just has never clicked with me I mean I spend time with my kids spend time with my wife watch Netflix I'll read but I don't have like a structured thing that I do. I, you know, in the gratitude practice app that I use called 5-Minute Journal, it's on my phone too. Most of it's on my phone, so if I'm traveling, it's easy for me. to not have to like lug all the stuff. Um, it's got a section like want, um, what are you grateful for and then, you know, what are you happy about? Like have, what happened today that you're happy about? And so logically you would use the second part as – You would answer it at night, but I just never was able to create a habit out of it. So now I do both in the morning. So I'll do the gratitude. And then what I'm happy about, I think about what happened yesterday that I'm happy about. And I put that in. So that's what's worked best for me. But I I know there's a lot of value in it because if you, right before you go to bed, you're kind of like rewiring your consciousness to think about stuff like that. It's just for some reason, it's never clicked with me.
0: Good stuff, man. Well, it's always nice to hear what other successful people are doing and I love what you're doing both with you know, your your personal development journey and with Ballantine. So uh, I want to remind people they can find you at Ballantine.com where they can check out everything that you're doing there and also connect with you across social media. Those links are in the show notes. Thank you so much, Ryan, not only for everything you shared today but on the last show as well and I had a blast. I look forward to speaking with you again soon, my friend.
1: Yeah, this was great. Thanks for having me and thanks everyone for listening. Appreciate it.
0: on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day.